Happy Thursday, Sleuthhounds. I wanted to give a special short introduction to this week's episode. Both this week and next week are collaboration episodes I had the pleasure to record with Ashley and Brooke from the Teachers Talk Crime podcast. This week is in the Teachers Talk Crime episode style with Ashley telling Brooke and me about a recent case. If you like what you hear, make sure you check out their pod and a link is conveniently in the show notes for you. Then next week will be me telling Ashley and Brooke about an unsolved case in our traditional coffee and cases style. Now that you know what to expect, let's jump right in. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brooke. And I'm Allison. Yay! And you're here with us on A Teachers Who Talk Crime Podcast. I mouthed it. Yeah. You know. Fine. <laughs> okay, oh. so we have a guest. Um, we have Allison, and I'm going to let her just kind of take over for a minute and give herself all the plugs because she's amazing. Mm-hmm. So take it away. Thank you. I'm Allison Williams. I am the co-host, currently the singular host, because my uh, co-host is on maternity leave, for Coffee and Cases podcast. We cover lesser-known unsolved cases from primarily in the United States, but across the globe. We really make it our mission to talk to family, talk to law enforcement, and cover the cases that don't get the coverage that they deserve to get for one reason or another. Wow. So that's kind of our mission. Um, We do release episodes Mm -hmm. on your favorite podcasting platform every Thursday. So there we go. I like to do collabs. We just... We're in a collab with you guys for Halloween. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have another yes. one for New Year's, which I'm super yes. pumped about. Yes, I love the I'm collabs. so excited. Yeah. I I was, everybody was giving us really good feedback about oh, yeah. the collab. Mm-hmm. They were like, that was so cool. Yeah. So, yeah. The true so. crime podcasting world is very collaborative. It's not cutthroat. Mm-hmm. So I love that about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody I've ever reached out to, like from the beginning of our podcast days, Mm-hmm. has been nothing but nice. Like no yeah. one has gate kept anything. Like mm-hmm. everyone's been like, oh, I do this. I use this. Try this. And I'm just right. like, this mm-hmm. is like an amazing community yeah. to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And there are tw- it's still a little now. surreal that we're even part of it. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> Same. I know. I get the imposter <laughs> yeah. syndrome sometimes, but uh-huh. there are actually a lot of teachers who are true crime podcasters as well. So I think I there's mean, just a connection. We, I, it just makes sense. Yeah. We love to talk. I mean, we stare so. at serial killers, you know? That's probably. true. <laughs> at, least, at least once a year, we probably have one amongst yeah, I us. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I wouldn't oh, yeah. doubt it. Well, especially that's what you guys cover. So yes. It's yep. clearly there. Yeah. And that's kind of what sparked it is like, mm-hmm. I had a kid a few years ago. It was like right when I like pitched the idea to Ashley and me and another teacher were like, he doesn't blink and he has no empathy and he doesn't have, per-. like, we were like, I was like, this is weird. Like, let's, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, I should, I want to do a podcast. Like, this would be really mm-hmm. cool. Right. And there's not really a lot of podcasts that do what you do, Allison, as mm-hmm. well as you're, you're doing the unsolved ones, but 
you you reach out to families. We've mm-hmm. tried at least twice, I know of, yeah. and it's hard. So kudos to you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I, I feel like the of- ones in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm going to get them. Right. And then I would email them and I would get nothing. I'll be like, okay. I kind of Facebook, Facebook yeah. stalk people. Kind mm. of. Yeah, I know. But they, hey, they always respond. I've, I've not had really anybody who has responded. So, yeah. Maybe That's I've just really been lucky. Cool. I need to find some wood to knock on. Yeah. Yes, as, as, you should, right as you should. Yeah. yeah. No, that's really you, that's really awesome. And you find that law enforcement is willing to talk to you as well? It depends on the case. Okay. There there have been some cases where the detective in charge has been so hellbent on solving the crime that like I I can think of Mm. one case where he said I'm not going to retire until I solve this case and he was willing to give any and every interview but I've covered other cases where you know I walked in and they're like I'm not answering questions about this I'm not answering questions about this or about this so Mm. which I I get it from both perspectives because they've got to kind of hold some details close to the vest yeah you know so I get it yeah. That's amazing. Has That's any awesome. of your unsolved cases been solved because you cover them? So I don't know. <gasps> we did have one oh. where um No way. We had somebody reach out to us on Facebook and she said that she had some intimate knowledge about some people in the area. And so, you know, I basically said, either you can call law enforcement or I can call for you. And she was like, will you call? So I called the detective and she had mentioned like five names. And I said, you know, I said, you've probably already vetted these people, but here's this name. And he was like, yep, we've, you know, looked into him. This name, yep, we've Mm -hmm. looked into that. This one, yep, this one, yep. And Mm -hmm. I said the fifth name and it's silent (gasps) for a second. And he said, Mm -hmm. I need to know the name of your source because that name is very interesting to this investigation. So I had to reach back out to the person on Facebook and I was like, "Um, you're going to have to call. So I think the person did. um, But so I still have no idea if it led anywhere, but at least there have been leads that have come in. Yeah. So that's exciting. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. Mm -hmm. That gave me chills. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. yeah. There's going to yeah, be cool, cool. a um a new true crime conference that starts in 2025, I believe. That is going to be mm-hmm. about um family advocacy. So instead of like Crime Con, which is really about people, you know, showing up to meet the podcasters and the panels and different things. This will feature, Mm -hmm. there will be families who are invited of families of, you know, lesser known cases. So different podcasters can speak to these families because, you know, they're desperate to get their stories out there. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then spread the word and get more people to cover it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll send you the link. Now, have you... Have you been to CrimeCon? Like, have you gone? Because that's next on our list as well. We would love yeah. to go to one of them. Yeah. It's, I haven't gone. Um, I've thought about the True Crime and Paranormal Podcast Festival. That's another big mm-hmm. one other than CrimeCon. And the tickets mm-hmm. are a lot more affordable for podcasters and for yeah. attendees. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. that's on my bucket list. 
Okay. Yep. Awesome. yep. And then I the feel like once we go one. to one of those, I'll feel like we really made yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm excited for this new one too. I actually that's, uh, that's a list. sponsored a family to go. So I think that'll be good because I want them to get their their story out. So I know. That is so awesome. Stop. You're like a saint. You really are. Just out <laughs> here true. fighting crime. That's right. That's you right. are. Get these stories out there. It's amazing. That. Yeah. That is it's awesome. that teacher heart wow. in us. You get it. It is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It is. So yeah, Allison is also part of the education community. How yeah. dare y'all not know that already? Seriously. Really? She is no longer a classroom teacher, but her job is pretty cool. And I think that I'm going to bring it to my admin and see like if this is even a position. So uh, Allison, do you want to tell them like what your position is? Because I think it's so interesting. Sure. So I'm the digital learning coach for Anderson County Schools and I do our PR for the district. So I'm in charge of the Facebook page and writing news articles, just making sure that our story gets out there. But as a digital learning coach, I get to explore all the new technology that comes out and teach teachers about how they can use it best in their classroom. So it's really fun. Dream job. Dream job. It really is a dream job. What's what's a tech um, thing that you've come across that you would recommend for teachers to look more into? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I could send you a whole list. I, well, I, you know, everybody knows Canva. There's so much you can do in Canva. Um, But I love just all the things that you can do with, say, chat GPT. Oh, I know. Or Magic School. Brooke, I know you've learned that. And I'm loving the new AI stuff because, you know, you could, if you've got a parent who sends you a snarky email, you can go to chat GPT and you can say, I need to respond cordially, yet firmly, to a parent who is saying these things. And you hit submit and there's your email. Or you can be like, hey, Mm -hmm. I need a choice board activity for third grade. I want it to include the four C's. I want it to include poppets. I want it to include these things. Mm -hmm. And it has to meet these standards. And it will just Mm -hmm. give you all of that. It's amazing. It really is. It's amazing. The possibilities are endless. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. When I got diagnosed with PCOS, um, that was like the first thing that I did is I went to ChatGPT and I was like, okay, I need the top supplements for PCOS. Mm -hmm. I need a one-week meal plan where I get 20 to 30 grams of protein and breakfast, but it needs to be simple and easy. And like, it just was like the most basic meal plan ever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is about to put so many like trainers out of business because- Mm. You know, you're paying hundreds of dollars for them to write mm-hmm. you a meal plan. But mm-hmm. um, the good thing about being like, I, th- I know I just spoke at the ACTM conference um, in Alabama and, you know, I had an audience, which the age range differed. And I was like, look, if AI is something you're scared of because you think that it's going to take your job, like I'm here to tell you it's not because AI cannot build relationships with children. Right. And that is ace number one. That is mm-hmm. that is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And what it can do is it can save you time yes. and it can save you energy yeah. and it can create things that have been put on our plates that maybe aren't as important, but higher ups think that they are. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so many you know, too, like accommodations that can be met through AI. Like there's an app Mm -hmm. called Seeing AI. And so someone who has, a student who has visual impairment, they can download this app and they can point it. It will, like there's different functions. One will tell you, 
a description of a person's face who's near you. If you have them programmed into your phone, it would be yeah. like, Ashley is five feet away. And so it will tell you like currency, it will tell you all these things. Mm -hmm. Or there's one called Goblin Tools and students who struggle with understanding their own tone that they use can copy mm. and paste a paragraph in there and it will say, this tone seems very informal or aggressive or whatever. Um, yeah. Wow. So there's there's all kinds of stuff that students could use too if teachers knew about That's it amazing. and could say, you know, hey, try this out. Mm -hmm. I feel like I could prick your brain all day because yeah. my students are very low mm -hmm. um, with the reading, which makes centers very hard mm -hmm. in my class because all of them need something read to them. So I keep trying to like bring out new things to like make it easier. Like, oh, something's I'm recording myself reading to them, but then they're still not being able to navigate. So I'm trying to find something out there that is similar to like you pointed in, but I want it you like, because all my kids have iPads. They're one to one. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm but I want them to point to the assignment and for it to read it to them. Yeah. Like, what does this question say? I need something like mm -hmm. that because my center time is where I'm really going to see that growth in them, mm -hmm. but I, I can't do it. Yeah. Because even if I have a group, it's like, Miss Brandt, what do I, Miss Brandt, Miss right. Brandt. And I'm just like, something has got to give. Yeah. There, there are <laughs> something some, has give. some programs that can do that. There's even one that I can't remember what it's called right now but you can choose whose voice is reading it. So there's like Gwyneth Paltrow, mm -hmm. Snoop Dogg, like all these people and you can choose them and they read it. Oh, I'll send you some links. I'll, send, yeah. I'll find it. Please I would do. love links. that. Yeah. I would seriously love that because it is a challenge for me right now. And like, this is year nine and I've, mm -hmm. I'm pulling out all the stops. Mm -hmm. I'm like trying to figure it out. And I really need to start having more effective small groups for my kids. Because like I said, a lot this is their first year state testing. A lot of them have difficulty reading. And I I need to prepare them as much as possible. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I don't really want to bog them down with third grade things when we need we need to go back. Like, mm -hmm. we, we got things to do. Like, yeah. we need mm -hmm. to learn our foundational skills, right. baby. Yeah. We need to learn them. Spiral um, reviews. So that That's would be right. very yeah. helpful. Yeah. Well, wow. um. Allison, we're going to go ahead and like get into our episode okay. and see how we do things. Also, before we start, um, Allison is our guest on Teachers Talk Crime today, but we are going to be one of her guests on her podcast called That's Teen right. Cases. So mm -hmm. please go check that out. Um, she's going to tell us a case and we just mm -hmm. kind of get to be the listeners. I'm That's so right. excited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a good time. I yeah. feel like we've been doing a lot of like uh -huh. on people's podcast stuff I lately. Love it. Like, great. Yeah. yeah. Are we famous? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so surreal. It's so surreal. I just can't. So, Ashley, you want to mm -hmm. introduce our estudiante estrella? Well, so I have the star student today, and it is from SMS Cheer Star, and the hey. title is Five Stars All Day Long," and of course, okay. it's a five star review. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. So SMS Cheerstar said, I found this podcast when it popped up in my TikTok over a year ago, the power of TikTok. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. think there was only seven or eight episodes out at the time, and now we're at 100. I have never looked forward to a Monday until I found this podcast, and I love listening on my way home from work. I live 50 minutes from school on a good day. It definitely helps me decompress. I teach special education pre-K. Whoa. 
Mm. It's definitely nice to get my mind off everything. Thank y'all so much for bringing cases with not only a different perspective, but only ones that don't get enough coverage. Can't wait to hear the next 100 episodes. Love y'all so much. Wish I could meet you guys. I feel like y'all are my besties in the car. (laughs) How nice. That's sweet. sweet. I feel like we just get the best reviews, man. We I I just truly can't believe it. Like, when I read some of these reviews, I'm like, Really? <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Me. Yeah. Oh, that's no. so nice that like so we sweet. can relate to people. And yeah. we got a really nice review that we're going to read one of these days. But it was the sweetest thing I've ever re- yeah. read in oh, my entire yes. life. Um, and yeah. we just appreciate y'all reviews. So keep sending them because we're going to keep reading yes. them and keep smiling. Yes. You know, see this dimples yeah. coming out over here. You know? <laughs> see? <laughs> yeah. You know? um, SMS Cheer Star? Yeah. All right. Well, SMS Cheer Star, I thank you so much for your review. This gold starts for you. Bing. Yeah. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Thank you she's, so much. I don't know how thank she's you. not writing jingles for a living. I need you to really figure that be. out. If anyone yeah. knows, if anyone yeah. knows who to that's point me to that direction, so that's career. like career. Yeah. Stop. I would love teaching, that. That's what you do. Oh my gosh. Send me the info. Someone. Yeah. Yeah. If yes. anyone listening knows how I could get into jingles, send them my way because yeah. I'm a jingle yeah. queen. You are. <laughs> Love me a good jingle. <laughs> yep. I tried last week with the senorita and no, didn't work. Mm-mm. That's all right, girl. You tried. you tried. I did. I tried. Effort. I did. Yeah. It it's was. just so funny thinking back, like, because all the jingles I've made for Teachers Talk Crime, I still have all the old ones, like, yep. in my voice notes on my phone. So I always go back once in a while. And I'm like, oh, imagine if that was the, <laughs> like, some of them are crazy. I might try and do one one day and you, yeah. and like, see what yep. this could have been. Right. <laughs> yep. That's right. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yep. That's crazy. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into it. So Ashley's going to have our case today. So sit down, mm-hmm. shut up. The murder is about to begin. Ahora. Um, so I remember seeing clips of the body cam footage on this case on TikTok. And I feel like that's where I get a lot of my cases from. Like when Mm -hmm. I'm scrolling, I have a whole separate folder titled Possible TTC Cases. And I was just at a loss for words just by the captions alone. Because I was reading the caption underneath and I was like, oh my goodness, for real? Like it was nuts. So this case is pretty recent and I've been waiting for more information to come out about it because it is really quite fascinating. And while there is more information now than there was when it was initially reported, there's not a crazy amount of information out about it. And I honestly don't think much more information about this case is going to be released unless it actually goes to trial. And that is just like up in the air right now as well. So we're just going to jump right in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Trigger warnings for this lesson are murder of a minor and mentions of self-harm. We'll begin today's lesson on January 5th, 2023 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Officers arrived on scene to the apartment of April Lida at around 2.30 a.m. And this is what the body cam footage caught. I'm so sorry. Come here. Come here. (laughs) 
We're just gonna put handcuffs on just for now. Where's the knife? Sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. I'm so sorry, Mom. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So for those of you not watching on YouTube, the footage shows a young girl being arrested by the police. Now, first reactions, what are we thinking? Well, I just, okay, she's 12 and there yep. is there is empathy there. So like, I'm just confused. And like, obviously we've heard different cases where like the moms still like, almost have sympathy for their other child that's killed one of, the, you know, their siblings. Mm -hmm. And this mom is, like, not not having that. Yeah, she's you like, know, he better live. Like, I think she said something yeah. around those lines of, yeah. you better hope you better he hope lives he or lives. something. Mm -hmm. yeah. Her yeah. apology wow. sounds extremely genuine to me. Mm -hmm. This does mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. sound like somebody who's like, oops. You know, I, it, there's definitely... Right regret or mm. I, so I don't know it, what details you're going to tell us if it was in mm -hmm. any way accidental or or purposeful but there is regret there mm -hmm. yeah. I agree I agree so due wow. to the age of the young girl her identity has not been released to the public so I will be referring to her as the 12 year old girl throughout mm -hmm. most of the case I don't want y'all to think I'm being like rude but like I I was going to call her Jane Doe, but I thought that would be weird. I don't... So I'm yeah. just going to refer to her as a 12-year-old. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So according to April Lida, she was sleeping when her 12-year-old daughter woke her up to tell her that she had stabbed her nine-year-old brother, Xander Lida, in the chest. Okay. So the police body cam goes on to show the 12-year-old saying the following things. Are the handcuffs necessary? I'm a good child. I have ruined my life. I ruined my whole future, and I just want to wake up from this nightmare. I already know I'm going to jail for the rest of my life. What I did was super illegal. So, so if you continue to watch the footage, she would you could hear her saying those things on the footage. And in what demeanor is she saying these on the footage? Like, like just as in the same way as that she was talking when you heard her. Okay. Like she calms down a little bit, but she's still like, so I don't want to say frantic. Of, yes. like, her consequences that are about to come. Mm-hmm. But wow. it's weird because her age obviously comes out because even though she's aware of the consequences, still the comments like, is it really necessary that I'm handcuffed? Mm -hmm. Show that she's not, because mm -hmm. she's not, you know, fully cognitively mature mm -hmm. to understand, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ever. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today. Xander was rushed to a nearby hospital where doctors performed emergency surgery in order to attempt to save his life. Unfortunately, it was not enough to save his life, and he passed away due to his injuries. According to one source, a family friend by the name of Jennifer A. wrote the following on the GoFundMe that she created for April and her family. Her son Xander was the sweetest boy who had the biggest smile. He loved to ride his bike, play Fortnite, hang out with his best friend, or just run errands with his mom. He loved spending time with his dad and grandma, going on trips with his family, and his favorite places was Sky Zone, Incredible Pizza, and the Children's Museum. His favorite foods were cheese pizza, tacos, and chocolate ice cream. He was an amazing son who would always do what he was told without hesitation. He was an amazing son who would always do what he was told without hesitation. He wanted to make his mom proud. And from the sounds of it, he was just like, really sweet and adorable. And so he's nine. So it's like mm-hmm. all of those things are like things that a nine-year-old boy is like into, like mm-hmm. Fortnite, Fortnite, things like that. Ice cream. Now, Pizza. yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. And so were their parents married? Not that it matters, but you know. No, they were, um, April was a single mother. Okay. And she had these two kids, the daughter, the 12-year-old. She has three actually. Three. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Xander, the daughter, that was the 12-year-old and another child. Okay. Yep. And a three-year-old son. Okay. The 12 year old was taken down to the police station. There she confessed to stabbing her little brother. April was also interviewed at the station and disclosed to police that her daughter has never shown any type of aggression in the past. Although there is still no motive or explanation for the stabbing, April believes that her daughter was going through some type of mental break. She disclosed that her daughter had been having thoughts of stabbing her brother two weeks prior before his stabbing. And that that to me is just like, I... So she... And there was no elaboration on this. It just was lightly wow. dropped in one of the sources that she'd have... And I don't know how she became aware. Well, I mean, if she... I mean, we just did the Daniel Marsh case. If she told a counselor that, you know, they're legally... They're legally required to tell whoever... Whoever you confess to wanting to harm, they legally have to tell them that. So him being a minor at nine, if she said this to a school counselor or just a regular counselor, then they have to go and inform the mother because that's the guardian of the nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she could have been really close with her mom and just confided in her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and like, next. At what point do you just, as a parent, do you say... You know, you're just acting out aggressions or anger and this, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, imagery mm -hmm. that you're creating versus there being Mm -hmm. a real desire. Because I'm I'm sure you guys have covered cases as well. I can think of one. There was a serial killer, Charlie Brandt, and he had a psychotic break and killed his parents and Mm. ran into his sister's room and was about to stab her before she kind of like broke his trance. He was almost in a mm. trance-like state. And mm. so, you know, I've, I've read about cases like that. And so it's really, it's dark, but it's interesting. And I, I believe yeah. that it can happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It can. And I'll get into it later. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the specifics. Like, I'm not really too sure this was the case. Also, I'm not a medical professional. Right. 
So yeah, like, neither. don't yeah. take what I'm saying. Right. Like, take it with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. baby, I'm a teacher. That's what I'm. That's right. I'm proficient <laughs> in not mm-hmm. medical things. Okay. So she went on to say that her daughter had actually reached out to her friends about these thoughts, but they were afraid to share this with April or their own parents. So um, the 12-year-old had reached out to her friends and was like, hey, I'm having these thoughts. And then her friends were just like, okay. and See something, were, say something. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. I mean, putting no blame on them because, you know. No, um, no, no. I'm thinking of myself as a child. And if somebody was to tell me that I, mm-hmm. I can't say that I would go. You know what I mean? Right. As an adult, 100%. Yeah, especially (laughs) if your friend had never said anything like that before. So Mm -hmm. this is completely out of character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So April believed that all of this was due to a medication issue. Her daughter had been on ADHD medication for five years, but had stopped taking them when she began being homeschooled. April began giving her daughter the medication again when she went back to public school and her grades began to fall. April states that she put her daughter back on the meds due to the advice from not only her daughter's school, but also doctors. April then stopped giving her daughter the medication again when she began self-harming herself. It's important to note that the medication that the 12-year-old was on was never disclosed, but it was not a psychiatric drug. So here's my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Does it not speak? Granted, I I want to I want to state for the record, y'all all know I am a public educator. Like the mm-hmm. state signs my checks, okay? Mm-hmm. But does it not speak volumes that she only needed this medicine when she was back in a eight to three environment school, and like she didn't mm-hmm. need it when she was being homeschooled? Mm-hmm. And I think there's I think that goes back to there being a lot of debate on the internet, like nowadays, like well, currently about homeschooling your children and how it allows their minds to grow and develop and not put them in this box of what public education wants them to be in and it Mm -hmm. creates employees. So I think that that's worth noting. But also, if she is taking ADD, ADHD medicine, no, that would not be a psychotic or a psychiatric drug. That would be Ritalin, Adderall, Vyvanse. Those would be your typical Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have students that take these drugs. I mean, yeah. I can tell you which kids did not take their medicine on Monday and take it on Tuesday. It is some, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen those type of effects, but. Mm-hmm. Well, there's clearly some body underlying issue and it cannot be good for the chemical balance in your body to go on medication and go Correct. off of it and go on it and go off mm-hmm. of it. And mm-hmm. that has to mess with. I mean, chemicals in your brain, because that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's what those medications do. They affect your your dopamine. brain function. Yeah. I'm just wondering how the conversation came up with like, hey, you should probably put your daughter back on meds. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know how that came mm-hmm. around. But also, like, I mean, my husband has ADD, ADHD. And like, if our child, you know, whenever we have a child, if they have ADD, ADHD, he is hell-bent and determined, we will not be medicating our child. Like, because Mm -hmm. he was medicated heavily as a child and he doesn't remember most of his elementary years, like, at all. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't agree with that. And he's unmedicated now as a grown adult and he Mm -hmm. has to work extra hard every single day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he's he is mentally exhausted by the end of the day on how hard it is for the wiring of his brain. But he's like, no, we're not... There's other ways that he takes vitamins, he eats right, he makes sure, you know, he gets sleep, all of mm-hmm. those holistic things. So yeah. that's interesting that 
people were suggesting that her daughter go back on medication. And like you said, one, it's a 12-year-old female. She's about to have her cycle. If she doesn't already have her cycle, then you're mm-hmm. adding hormones into it. Mm-hmm. And you're adding in, taking her off medicine, putting her on medicine, taking her off medicine, putting her on medicine. It's, mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've talked to James about this because my I'm going through the process with my own my youngest twin, um, we're getting her tested for ADHD because I think she may have it. And James is like, please, if it comes back that she has ADHD, let me write something up for you. And I'm like, Jamesy Pooh, you got it. Because I'm a firm believer, like, I don't want, I love who my daughter is. Yeah. And I don't want the medicine to change who she right. is because she's great. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I want to find things that work for her, that help her, that don't necessarily mean medication. So mm-hmm. I'm all here. So I'm ready. I mean, I don't yeah. know if she's going to eat food because she's a very picky little girl. Um, fish sticks, corn dogs is her life. So that's going to be hard for her. Yeah. <laughs> April noticed a significant change in her daughter's behavior weeks before the murder. She began being in her room for long periods of time, which was out of the ordinary. April stated that her daughter just wanted her own space weeks prior, but April attested it to typical teenage behavior. I think that'd be so easy to do. I don't have a teenage daughter. I don't have a daughter at all, but I do teach teenagers. And like, Mm -hmm. when they don't want to talk to you, they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. How recent was this case? You said it was very Uh, recent. January of this year. Does she have a cell phone? I'm just curious because... Mm. I didn't find anything in my research about anything, any cell phone data or evidence. I feel like with cell phones, especially in that tween, early teen age, Mm -hmm. they can self-isolate. There are all kinds of problems that come with with cell phone usage. But if they're on, you know, some social media, then they can be swayed by... There's just, I don't know. I was just curious if she was kind of isolating mm-hmm. and not being social because she was, yeah, you know. Yeah, that I'm unsure of. It yeah. might come out later. I'm not sure though. Yeah. Um, the night prior to the stabbing, the 12-year-old had self-harmed. April stated that her daughter had only done that once before. Mm-hmm. Dr. Darcy Sterling, a licensed clinical social worker, gave her professional opinion on the situation. She stated the following, I have never heard of a situation where a child just inadvertently does something like this with zero warning signs. And the meds are not going to make somebody homicidal like that. Which... But we just talked about that too. Like that, those medicines are what kids are on every single day. I'm not saying they can't. I am not Mm. saying that. Again, not a doctor. But I I would guess that the chances are very low given mm-hmm. how many children are on these medications. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he has a point. There's always some underlying, no, right. there's always a deeper something there mm-hmm. for this for this action to take place. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't, I've never woken up and just been like, I, I want to kill James. Yeah. Like, or I want to, you know, I, I just. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. April posted an update about her daughter in May stating the following. She has been very well behaved the entire six months she has been gone. And yes, I'm very supportive of her and love her very much. Obviously, there's a lot of healing that we both need before we can ever live together again. And she needs mental and emotional help after this. She could have permanent damage we don't know yet, but she has not had any issues. 
So I'm not like, I'm also not sure where exactly she is. Like, I feel like she's in some type of facility because mm-hmm. she's not mm-hmm. like, I'm going to mention this later, but like no charges have been filed. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah. She hasn't been charged with anything? No, ma'am. So no, ma'am. She be in, so she wouldn't be in juvie then? No, I assume she's in some type of like out, well, not inpatient. She's in some type of facility. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they could have said that it that they believe it was some sort of psychotic break, and so that's mm-hmm. why she wasn't charged. So clearly, there's something, something. going on. And then for the mom right. to say she might have trauma because of, I mean, clearly she will. It, She's cool, yeah. Clearly, yeah. Because all the things say that they loved each other very much, and they like right. had a very good relationship. Her and her brother. So. Like, for you to just come out and just, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it could also be an agreement, like, you know how a lot of times they have to be declared sane to even go to trial or be charged. Like, it could, she, just be, she could be under some type of observation right now, and they mm-hmm. might charge her later if they deem her fit or if they mm-hmm. say, actually, this was premeditated. And, yes, I mean, so that could happen. Mm-hmm. Well, especially if she made the comments, like you were saying, mm-hmm. Ashley, to her friends, you know, beforehand. Yeah. But but she's never had those thoughts before. And it could have been like with the medicine, like her coming mm-hmm. off of it, you know, it yeah. could have been, you know, there's a lot of gears Factors. at work yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A video posted on YouTube by Law and Crime Network on June 2nd showed April expressing her continued support for her daughter. And I'm going to play that clip for you now. Was she able to tell you what led to her stabbing him? She has no idea why she did it. She's heartbroken and she feels very guilty, but she still doesn't understand why she did it. She said it was like it wasn't her. And um, the team of specialists working with her, they, they believe her after working with her for the last six months every day. And I believe her too because I know my child and I know that wasn't her. Thoughts? I think it sounds a lot oh. like a psychotic break. I mean, that whole mm-hmm. out-of-body experience. And mm-hmm. she's 12, so I don't think that yeah. she would know, you know, here are the symptoms of, yeah. you know, if I've had some sort of psychotic break. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then it makes you wonder what triggered the psychotic break. You're Like you just said, you're 12. Like, mm-hmm. is there family trauma that's, not being brought up? Are there things that we don't know? Um, you know, what what was happening at school? Like, did she have a boyfriend? Did some, you know, what is the backstory to trigger a psychotic break in a 12-year-old? Yeah. Other than this medication. So that makes me wonder, is there something else going on that we don't know about that she could have been dealing with? That's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I... Again, don't understand a psychotic break. I haven't never had one. I hope I never do. I'm very sympathetic to those that who have had one. You know, I, I do know somebody who has recently had one, and I get it. And it was triggered by different medications all mixed together. Wow. But um, that's just interesting, you know, that mm-hmm. she's saying that it was an outer body experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As of right now, no charges have been filed against the 12-year-old, but according to April, later on down the road, there might be. Oh. 
And that goes back to, I think they're evaluating her and mm-hmm. they're seeing if she's competent to stand trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did the mom Which say? It seems like she experts? is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like she's in some type of like inpatient program because mm-hmm. she's been there the past six months. She's been there the whole time. So um, I think that's really the situation happening. And they're really just trying to get to the bottom of everything, mm-hmm. I feel like. so. Wow. April stated the following in regards to her daughter. I want her to get whatever help she needs. She's going to have a lot of hard time grieving and feeling guilty. So she's going to need a lot of help in that aspect. I eventually want her to come home when she is done with her treatment. So as I stated earlier, there is a GoFundMe for April. April is a single parent and is still raising her three-year-old son on her own. This tragedy has caused her to have a multitude of unexpected expenses. A direct quote from the GoFundMe page states the following. The funds will be used for moving expenses to relocate her and her son to a new home. Because under, I'm under the impression that she is still living mm. where her son in died. the home. Mm. That yes. would be hard. That's... We got to get April. We yeah, got to get April. You, yeah. you, you lost two kids that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, legal attorney fees and unexpected car repair, as well as some monthly bills and living expenses until she is able to return to work full time. As of right now, $18,004 of the $25,000 goal has been raised. If you'd like to donate to help April and her family, please use the link to her GoFundMe in our show notes. And uh, that's all I got. Wow. I hope people donate. I do. Mm -hmm. Gosh, my heart goes out to April. Mm -hmm. It was. I mean, can you imagine like you lost two children in one night, Mm -hmm. essentially. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're expected to continue living because right. you have a child you still have to feed yeah. and provide mm-hmm. for. And the last thing you want to do is go to an, a nine to five job. Like, mm-hmm. you know, how has she even had time to grieve? Because you're actually grieving two totally separate losses. Mm-hmm. You're grieving that the is... loss of a child that's still alive. Yeah. 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 And, you know, wow. you, it has to be the case, as sad as this is, that every time she sees her daughter, those other images come flooding back. And so that mm-hmm. would t- that is a process. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I get, I think she's very honest when she says it's going to take time yeah. to get past and it that, for both of them. And the fact that she's even willing to like, yeah. I can't even speak for myself in a situation like that. Like, yeah. I don't know what I would do. No. I, I truly don't because yeah. that's hard. So the fact that she, I can't say I'd be as strong, even, even as a mother of twins, like I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I would want to hope that I would be. Right. But I we've hope. seen it so much. I mean, look at the Paris Lee Bennett case. Like, he he drug his mother through the mud and, yes. like, she and still went to visit him all mm, the time. She stuck beside him. She sure did. Wow. She sure did. Yeah. So Gosh. that's all I got on wow. the Xander Lida case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a lot to unpack. No. Yeah, I just remember seeing because the footage I think came out around like May or June. That was disturbing. And I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I only showed y'all a little snippet. The rest yeah. of it is in the show notes if you guys want to watch the whole footage. But she's like talking about how she threw the knife out the window and how she didn't mean to do it and 
all mm. this stuff. And it, it, it's really sad to watch because I, like you said, Allison, I feel like she really was remorseful. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. genuinely get that from her. Like she didn't want to do this. And it was something that was out of her control right. in a way. So yeah, yeah I'm curious mm-hmm. to see how this mm-hmm. unfolds if we get anything, mm-hmm. because like I said, she's 12. So I don't even know if anything more is going to come from this. You know what I mean? Right. So mm-hmm. yeah. You'll have to give but us if an anything update. Does come, yeah. 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 I'll let you know if I find anything, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Well, thanks for bringing that to us. You're welcome. Um, I guess if you have any information, let us know. If you see an update, let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, next, we're going to be on Allison's podcast, Coffee Mm -hmm. and Cases. Yes. I'm excited. Make sure to go and check that out. Yeah. That's going to be a fun time. I'm excited. That's right. Yeah. She's already sent me the case and she was like, y'all haven't covered this one yet. Right. I had to make sure. I had to make sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's going to be a surprise for me. I'm excited. Y'all about it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for being here with us. We appreciate you. Yeah. We will be doing a uh, New Year collab with her and some other podcasts, just like we did the Halloween one. We have even more podcasters who are going to be in the New Year's one. So... New year, new binge. That's what it's called. Okay. So you can find all your new binge binge worthy podcasts. I like that. I like that a lot. Now you just got to write a jingle for it, Ashley. That's what I need. Okay. There you go. Your first gig. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Oh my gosh. I got to do well. I'm going to practice. New year, new binge. Okay. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Let me me write this down. Come up with some really good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, don't Allison, tell me you're going to you're going to get all the voice notes at like midnight it. because that's what she did hey, to I'm me. Okay. <laughs> I I do my best thinking at night. That's I, right. Yeah. yeah. I thrive in the nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm I'm in a deep sleep. Yeah. Deep yeah. Sleep too. Me too. I'm usually asleep I, by like nine thirty. Wow. Yeah. That's oh, unheard yeah. of for me. I, know. Well, I only go to bed that time if I'm sick. Oh, okay. I get up at like yeah. five. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. in a deep sleep then. Okay. Yeah. See, I get up at five as well. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. not fun for me. No. I yeah. get up at 6.45 on a good day. Yeah. You were Which, not up at 6.45 this morning. Um, Sounds like you're judging me. I'm not. I wish I was still in bed. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. I mean, I did get home at like 11 o'clock last night Um, from New York, so. Oh, yeah, my family's in New York, so we spent Thanksgiving down there, which was nice. Nice. Um, and then I was in denial when I woke up this morning, and my yeah. family wasn't here. So it took me oh. a little longer to get out of bed this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. Well, but, um, that's really, uh, that's it. It's a wrap. All right. That's a wrap. As always, the bell don't dismiss you. We do. So we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 